from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Brian Diaz and Jesse Johnson. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Feliz Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. There you go. Guys, thanks for joining us. We had a nice St. Patrick's Day. No, I, never mind. I, I, I don't. I don't really care about St. Patrick's Day. Uh, nothing against the Irish. Hey, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I gotta like the Irish. The Fighting Irish, come on. But uh, St. Patrick's Day, hmm, just kind of feels like an excuse for people to get drunk. And nothing against drinking. I love drinking. I'll have a drink right now. Do I gotta, is that what I gotta do to prove myself? You don't think I'm a man? You don't think I'm a human man? You, where do you get off? Where do you get the balls? <sighs> Anyways, it just it makes me sick. Uh, I was just trying to make a point about St. Patrick's Day. And you know what? Also, nothing against guys named Patrick. Hey. Uh, I love guys named Pat- Patrick Swayze. Come on. The guy played Sam Wheat. He got inside Whoopi Goldberg. Just a movie. It's just a movie, though. You know. uh, and movies aren't, aren't real. But, uh, yeah. And and for that matter, Saints. I got I got no problem with Saints. Except for maybe the New Orleans Saints. I'm a Bears fan, you know? I, and I know. Look, I know the Bears were terrible last year. You think I don't know that? But let's remember, there were times when they were good also. There was a time that they weren't here to start no trouble. They were just here to do the... <laughs> Rigby shot All right, I guess uh, I'll get the door. No! Jesse Johnson, Brian Diaz, my new L.A. neighbors. Hey, guys. I live here? I think so. And uh, please, come on in. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks oh. so much. Thank hey. you. Guys, I am real excited that you live here now. I am. I'm excited to live here. I'm excited that I put away my uh, winter jacket uh, last week. Your winter jacket. Your W I N N. Yeah, my winter. My winner's jacket. Mm-hmm. The one that I. Uh, my bowling tournament jacket. Yes. So you've become a it's huge satin. loser since you moved here. It's satin. Yes. But uh, I put away my winter jacket. Don't need it till next year. No. You may not ever need it. Now it's just well. Gonna, you well, still. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. That would suck if I just went on tour with my sunglasses and a t-shirt. <laughs> like I'm like I'm in a risky business or something. <laughs> yeah, you uh I've got by the way, that was Brian Diaz speaking. That's me, Brian and this Diaz. This is Jesse Johnson speaking. Uh this is me, Jesse Johnson speaking. All right. <laughs> just, you know, get, for the get, for the listener. It's good levels. I like this. I think I'm a little more nasally. Somewhere between uh like if Kermit the Frog Impregnated Barbara Walters, I think, is right around where my voice is. Oh, he's talking the things of my dreams now. <laughs> I think I have, you know, I, this is a weird thing to talk about, but I swallowed a bug today while, while walking down the street yawning. A bug just, something flew in my throat, and it feels like it's been in there all day. Did you go, so, I, I just swallowed a bug. 
Like the, we both knew what we were going for, but neither one of us oh, was you, sure exactly what the line. If you was. think I didn't do that by myself <laughs> while walking to the diner, you're absolutely incorrect because I did. Yep, and Jesse, someone no, walked by was. me. I just heard you guys mumble a bit. What was it? <laughs> he was Jesse was in the bathroom just now. <laughs> I just, is it, I just ate a bug or just swallowed a bug? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was eight, but you... Garen, get on the... <laughs> oh, this is not that podcast. <laughs> look it up, Garen. <laughs> He's not, not nope. here. Nope. Look it up, Rigby. Yep. Nope. Rigby just, she's not going to do anything. Her butt. She can't because she's a dog. Mm-hmm. She used Dogpile. Oh, yeah. I, I used to use Dogpile. Then I switched to I always, Alta Vista, which I still use to this day. I always ask Jeeves <laughs> when I was... He, trying to figure something out. I feel like he just kind of points you in another direction. He's like, I'm not sure, but you might want to ask Bing. You know, I, I couldn't ask Jeeves because he um, he was instructed by his... his uh, never mind. <laughs> this is going nowhere. <laughs> I want to know where that was oh going. Oh, my God. Where is the percentage on this beer? 4.4. 4. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Very strong. I had a long day. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, I... Yeah. You're both you're both new LA transfer. Although Jesse grew up here, I now live uh, less than two miles from where I, where I went to grade school. Actually, and how many miles from where you were born? I know you were born in Van Nuys. You've told me about four thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Van Nuys, California. Uh, I don't know the mileage. I would guess about eleven miles from where I live now. How would you get from where you live now to Van Nuys? Would you take the one hundred and one to? <laughs> I would take the one hundred and one to the four hundred and five. I'm learning all about that. Yeah. Big you, fan. Big fan of driving on the freeway. Yeah? Sometimes, no. <laughs> if, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes if I can avoid it, I'll, I'll avoid it. No, I, I, don't, I actually don't mind it. Most people, when I, when I told them I was coming out here, they're like, oh, dude, fucking traffic, and you're, you're going to hate it. You know what? No. I don't work. I don't, we don't work yeah, normal jobs. Exactly. So being in, being in a rush hour traffic, which is like, what is it, like 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m. is rush hour? That's, <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a window. You know, about slow, 30 minutes when it slows like, down around like 10, I want to say, and then starts picking up again around three. I don't. And then like, I don't really go too far out of my neighborhood unless I yeah. have to. And even if I do, it's not that big of a deal. It's not. What are you doing over there? Um, are you microphoning the, the wreath? I was microphoning. Mo- I was. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> I was moving the microphone oh, okay, while okay, I burped. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is this for, for this extremely strong beer that we're drinking. <laughs> oh, man. I'm almost 5%. Yeah, I lived here for several years before I ever dealt with the traffic, I feel like. I, I sat in a little bit of it um, a couple times. I, you know what? It was, And it wasn't even my fault. I got flown into LAX at like 5.30. Yeah, I had to drive oh, home. That's a great time. Like, yeah, it's real, it's real mellow. And the thing... It, <laughs> Yeah, it's mellow, and LAX is just, it's a cool place. Well, it's a good, well, I, I figured, I'm like, well, it's a lot of traffic. Maybe I'll just hang out in LAX for a while. Oh, it's cool. Till a lot like of 9 p.m. A lot of really fun options. Get a Sammy's Woodfire Grill. <laughs> Maybe go to the uh, Pete's Coffee or something. I don't know. Sam, if only it was Sammy's Bar and Grill. Have you been there? Sa- oh, the Not one in, in LA. In, in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, is there one in New York, too? As in Sammy Hagar? The, the Red Rocker, Rocker himself? Yeah. Yeah, I've been in the one in Hawaii, in, in the Maui airport. <laughs> I had literally the worst chicken wings I've ever had in my life when at the one in in uh, 
JFK. I feel yeah. like they were so bad that you texted me at the time. <laughs> I don't to think tell I, me I think how I, bad they were. I think I contacted the local news. <laughs> it's like these are so bad. They were. I <laughs> I stopped. I took one bite. I put it down on the plate. I wasn't even upset. I was like, I you know I did the wave. I was like, hey, I was like, did you put floor cleaner in these? <laughs> Because I think I'm, I'm like I have to fly somewhere. I don't want to die mid-flight because this is this tastes like they're poisoned. <laughs> and she laughed, and uh, I just didn't pay for them. It's <laughs> like I'm, I cannot, I can't in my right mind pay for you. Fed me garbage. <laughs> I believe Tony was there at uh, uh, Paul Frank Chang's when uh, they served me garbage twice. <laughs> Paul Frank Chang's. <laughs> they served me a dish that. Oh, I, I was there. I was there. Were too. you there too? Yeah, and it, it yeah. literally smelt and tasted what I would guess garbage would taste like. <laughs> I returned it, telling them it tasted like garbage, and then they gave me a dish number two of garbage. They were just serving garbage that day. Yeah, it was it was uh, garbage Thursday at Paul Frank Chang's. It's garbage day. <laughs> garbage day. <laughs> that's that's something that um I think about now that I live here. That clip uh-huh. was that, is that um. I'm not sure Silent what that's Night, actually is it from. Deadly Night Two. It could be. I really don't know. Um, I think about it. Oh, you God, talk. I'll like look a, it. It's up. like a bubble or a bug in my throat. I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> driving me crazy. Oh, it's like maybe it's laying eggs. As opposed to New York, as you know, Jess, Jesse and I both lived in New York City, um, where people take their garbage. It, by the way, and, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. You are absolutely correct. Continue. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. Um, we lived in we lived in New York in New York City where people take their garbage and on garbage day just just put it out on the sidewalk for everyone to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred and it piles and of it smells great. Piles of it. And right now people are are talking about how the snow is melting in New York, and they're like, "There's all this shit underneath it." Ah, uh, yeah. Because if it snows on top of the shit when it's there, when the snow melts. The shit's still going to be there. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, fuck. I, I forgot that the city has garbage lining all of the streets. Yeah. So I see it now. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, every couple days, uh, my street is just lined like yours is right now mm-hmm. with the garbage cans. And, yeah. I just, and I, every time I see cans it, I go. Cans are so much more civilized. What a novel idea. <laughs> Put your garbage in a container. And for the British fans, this would be a rubbish bin. Does it sound anything like this? Exactly what no. it sounds like. <laughs> He's not as I, I I remembered it being more enthusiastic. You guys drew it out a little more. Yeah. I remembered it wrong in my head. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> um keeping in the theme. Yeah. I like that. Um no, but I, I think of that clip every time I see people's civilized lines of garbage cans going up up the hill to my like, yeah, instead of being like as hideous as it is in New York now, it just fucks up parking everywhere. That's yeah, the, it's like a, is it a, okay? I don't know. Is, is it here. a weird like a like a Chicago thing with the dibs where like if you dig out a spot, no. you can keep so I can move those garbage cans because we also lived in Chicago, both of us. Yeah, we have we lived in a lot of the same cities, but you didn't live in Chicago at the same time. No, no, you lived in New York at the same time. But I I know what he's talking about in Chicago. The big thing is you take two. Generally, folding or, like, you know, like or plastic, plastic chairs, chairs yeah. and, or parking cones, and often put like a two by four between them too. Yes. Is another one, 
and they call dibs on a parking spot even when they're not there. And so if you and if you move that shit and park there, they will like trash your car or try and fight you. The people will slash your tires. Our, actually, our uh, our the lighting director that I tour with, Rob. He You're talking about Rube. Yes, Rube. R O O B. Rube. Yeah. Uh, right. Please, please uh, sidetrack and explain side, yeah, that. Yeah, I'll sidetrack it. We got a bunch of food delivered to us the other day, and literally everyone's name was wrong written on it. He, Rob was Rube. I was Dial. Brian Dial. One Brian of my best Dial. Uh, we had Chan, who's Chad. Uh, Shakes was uh, Snakes. Well, That's, I mean that one. I'll, I'll give him a that pass. The, on I, that one. I almost wanted to start calling them Snakes. <laughs> it's kind of better. better. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So Rob was telling us that he um he has a he has a, a power blower. So he'll he'll go and they you mean Chicago they get a lot of snow. He he'll go do his whole block just so people don't fight each other. He's like a true neighborhood guy, <laughs> which I, I like. He's, he'll just like I just take my blower and just do the whole thing. That's a good Rob impression. Yeah, I don't, know. don't I've know. I've never heard Rob. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I am paranoid with the garbage cans out here, though, is because of Curb Your Enthusiasm. You remember the episode? Oh, where, where he throws the he throws something in someone's garbage can and uh-huh. they freak out. Yeah, it's like that's I'm, not your trash or whatever. Yeah. I, so I think about that. Any, I, not that I do it that often, but if I do, it's the first thing that crosses I, my mind. I thought about it in New York. I would I would pass by stuff in New York, and I'd be like, you know, an overflowing garbage can is banana peels and diapers and like all just like very generic there's a fishbone <laughs> that looks like the fishbone logo and i i would i still would be like i, I, I larry david did that and i, mm-hmm. I can't do it <laughs> i was always afraid i didn't know was heathcliff going after the fishbone he, he would take an entire fish and in one fell swoop just like <laughs> what? Ooh, what was that it was a roll of tape. Rigby just made fall down. Oh, she loves tape. She's a bit of a tape buff. You're a total tapist. Do you think uh, this, this is the first time anybody's talked about Heathcliff in 15 years? No, I strangely bring up uh, that <laughs> show quite often. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize your neighborhood. Heathcliff just won't be undone. Playing pranks on everyone. No, no. Uh, we had this discussion earlier <laughs> with the people who like all over the descendants. <laughs> but uh, I prefer, well, you know, I really prefer the, the all the first all record. Get out of here. <laughs> I love the comparison. <laughs> also, who gives a shit about Heathcliff or Garfield? Heathcliff. I, I you know what? Oh, I like Heathcliff better. <laughs> I definitely had more Heath, those little Heathcliff books. Did you have of those? Like the yeah. uh, the collections. I, I can't those. say it. I don't even. Rem- I only. Re- I remember the cartoon that would be on Nickelodeon. Yeah, and at the end of the intro, there was a the fishbone would like spin and come towards this like on the screen, and then it would stop, and it'd be the fishbone and say Heathcliff. I like vaguely remember yeah. that. I just remember the little. I remember. I was more into the the print. <laughs> You're a little more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a, like, I used to get him from like the, um, the, the book thing in school. They 
They'd send the scholastic yeah, pamphlet scholastic, or whatever. Yeah, it was a pamphlet. <laughs> it would come it would, with it would come with the weekly reader. Yeah, well, it's like that. Yeah, it was like you can choose a bunch of books, and then like a month later, they got delivered to the school because <laughs> they actually had to mail them. Like in the mail, there was, came in envelopes. What was the uh, uh, Ranger Rick? Is that what it was called? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? I, I kind of remember that. I don't. It's a, it's a cat. No, I think it was a raccoon. Was he a Ooh. character on one of the these? Uh, I feel like it was like a weekly strips? reader kind of thing or something. I mean, I'm going to Google Ranger Rick and see if anything comes up. I will say, in, on the topic of Garfield, yeah, Ranger also, Rick is a magazine. Sorry, go ahead. The Garfield and Friends, where they were on the farm. Oh, big fan. I, I liked, liked the, the farm Friends more. I liked the farm more. Yeah, than you, Garfield. you lost me. Yeah. I actually always kind of hated Garfield. Well, I think you, it's more because I. Well, did you like Mondays? I love Mondays. I just thought John was so pathetic. And I don't like <laughs> Even that. as an eight-year-old, I was like, what is wrong with this guy? What a loser. He's talking to his cat and his dog, and the dog is stupid. <laughs> dog is stupid. I'm smarter than this dog. <laughs> Wait, Odie had a... He had a girlfriend, too, right? There was a girl... Know. There was a girl dog, too. There was... Was there like a was, Odie, look up um, Odie love interest? <laughs> First time this has ever been googled ever. Uh, let's see here: list of characters in the Garfield franchise. Normal, 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 <laughs> normal. Normal does come. Normal's number seven listed. Number seven? Yeah, I think it'd be like number four. Uh, <laughs> what was the normal thing that we had on? By the way, for anybody not that doesn't know this already, Jesse and I were bandmates, and Brian Diaz used to work for us, and uh, so we. It was Matt Taylor. Matt Taylor. Like, I feel like we roped him into it though yes. later. Like he was kind of like Someone... the butt of our quote, our for lack of better terms, joke, where we were trying to remember. Garfield's we, cousin's name. We, we, we literally normal? said normal, normal over normal. We kept them like turning and looking at each normal? other, going normal. And then Matt, normal? Matt appeared, normal. and so it just turned into Matt. Normal. 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 Sometimes I look over here and I close my eyes and I say normal. <laughs> then I look back and my eyes are open and I say normal. Uh, normal's first appearance. Uh, this isn't about normal. One What's, one this? year and three days after I was born. Fun fact for you. Oh, so you're older than normal. Yep, I am. Almost exactly when you. So year old. wait, go see. back. What's uh, Odie's? I, well, uh, I feel like this is gonna. What's this Odie's is, uh, babe? Odie, girl. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with girlfriend instead. Dog. Uh, girl. girl. Bitch friend. Oh man. <laughs> this is this is harder to find than uh than I thought it this would be. This is so unimportant. This is, but it's great listening. Yeah, it's, I never. Wanna... I never knew. Uh, eagle. Uh, eagle. <laughs> Odie is a beagle dachshund mix. Just like you know, uh, I could tell that just looking at him. I mean, Rick, Rick is a dachshund mix. She might be uh, what, Odie's. What, lo- she yeah. might be Odie's love, huh. love interest. We just solved it. <laughs> Rigby, <laughs> Odie and Rigby. <laughs> uh, oh, oh no, I see relationship to Garfield, but I don't see. You know, I, I think know. I just made this up. So, I think so. I this was, this was a... part of your Garfield fan fiction that you used to write. I did as a young man. I'd sit in front of my Commodore sixty four. <laughs> And I'd fill tape after cassette tape of files. <laughs> Out of the park. Yep. No, that was the plane crashing. <laughs> uh, 
speaking of plane crashing, <laughs> oh, now that you, I have like four flights next week, but now, let's do this. No, now that you've lived here for a bit, have you had any flights? If you come into Burbank, that have it, crashed? No. no. Okay, never. All right, next subject. Um, no, uh, if you when you fly over Universal Studios, there is a part of the Universal Studios backlot tour that is a big. Uh, plane crash set from War of the Worlds, and you fly over it when you're flying into <laughs> Burbank, and it's it's not a very comforting thing to see from a plane because they literally have a like 747 that's like ripped nope. in half. Haven't seen it, and uh, <laughs> now that I know, next time I'm on my I'm on my Southwest flight from Burbank mm-hmm. to Vegas to go gambling, which I love to do. Yeah. Um, I'll remember to close the window shade. Yeah, it's pretty great because I've been on that backlot tour and I remember thinking like, it seems weird that it's just kind of like, outside. it's actually like cool to see because it's like really impressive and well done, but that because it was actually used in that movie and everything and they literally took a real plane and like tore it up and it's, it's all there. We'll see. But yeah, you fly over it. I'm an aisle like, seat guy. And I'm also a big fan of leaving the window shades down. So I no, I'm, I'm an Aussie guy too. But uh, next I'm time I, I even guy, if, but every now and then, you know, you get you don't have a choice yeah. sometimes. On Southwest, you always have a choice. I choose the middle. I try to get right in the middle. It's just, good, I like it it's a, a nice point. way to meet people, <laughs> especially on a nice empty flight. Just get in between two people that are sitting there and just. Have you ever had a middle seat on a international flight? Yes, the first time I flew to Australia. Yeah, I had one coming back from Australia once. Yeah. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> Los Angeles to Sydney, 14 hours or whatever, 13 hours in the middle seat. And I was just so excited to go to Australia that I kind of didn't care at the time. Because mm-hmm. I, I actually, did, at the time, didn't fly all that much. Yeah. But um, now, that's cause for me quitting a job. <laughs> I see like seat 73E. <laughs> that thing is... Uh, uh, there'll be some phone calls made. <laughs> I remember coming back from uh, Brazil a couple years ago too, and there was I had an aisle seat. I was in that middle row. Oh, you were in the so middle there, of the middle. Well, no, I wasn't in the middle of the middle, but I was in the middle row where there's like five seats, and I'm on the aisle, and a Brazilian man was sitting n- next to me, but then there were two empty seats right next to him, and then a person on the other end. And he and it was like you know a ten hour flight or something, and he stayed in the seat right next to me. And I remember I was trying to be like, "You do you want to move over? There's three seats right there. You can move over a seat." And he just he did not speak a lick of English and was just not understanding. That's almost worse than being in the middle (laughs) (laughs) because it's like taunting you the whole time. Well, that I don't know if if we were on the same flight, but when I was flying home from Brazil, I would guess the same trip. Uh Uh. That was when uh, the person in the row in front of me stood up and turned off my air conditioning vents that were going on me. (laughs) (laughs) He was also wearing a fold-down jacket on the airplane. I think it was a snake. I think he was a snake. (laughs) It was was your tour mate, snakes. Snakes Snakes on a plane. Very oh, current reference. Yes. Very current. So this Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> she's going to take down the nation. <laughs> well, it depends what your definition of is is. 
That might be my favorite quote of all time. Do you remember that? Oh, I I kind of remember that. Yeah, that was a thing Bill Clinton actually said during all of that. In an interview. It depends what your definition of, of is, is. is. I don't remember what it was in context to, but it had something to do with that case. Yeah, that's an I, I, yeah, I don't remember that at all. <sighs> Should we probably listen to that whole speech right now? Uh, can you cue it up? We'll be right back. <laughs> um, you got some. You got some sweet flights coming up, right? Um, where to? I don't know. I don't know where. I actually don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Are you going to Japan? Too? I'm going to Japan. The best. But, well, that's the thing is when you go somewhere that's actually cool. Getting on a plane for twelve hours is, is like fine. Yeah, you know when it's like. Yeah, when you oh, have oh man! I got an eight-hour flight to you know. Is Japan still your favorite? I think so. Yeah. It's your favorite. It's definitely. I mean, I haven't been everywhere, but it's yeah. Oh, it's definitely my, the favorite, favorite place still, I've yeah. been. I think that I think as people who, who travel and have, have spent a lot of time traveling, I think most people who have been there, even at least once, will always like hold it very close to them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard someone that has gone say they didn't like it. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, Diaz and I took a trip there and stayed. Uh, for like another week and, and went to some places that I hadn't been at the time. And, I, and places that, well, I, I I had been, but I had gone also on my own yeah. thing, not with not for work. But I, I what I find interesting is it's like, it's one of the few places where I want to go back and I'm fine seeing the places I've already been, but there's always someplace else I want to go to. Yeah. Which is, which is really fun to do. Yeah, because there's still plenty we have not seen. Yeah. Yeah, I think this, uh, the most interesting thing about Japan, <clears throat> and the reason why uh, touring people or whatever, like non-Japanese culture travelers, enjoy it so much, is because go ahead and crack that beer open, go for it. Oh, yeah. oh. That's the sound of four points. This is the, the sound of the, the Blue Rockies. The sound of the beast. Um, the sound of the police. Continue. Whoop, whoop. I think I think the reason why. I, that we all like Japan so much is because you go there and it's so, it's so a, so far away, b so, so foreign, like so different. Yeah. It's the most, it's the most different different, that you can go, but it's it's the most different thing that makes sense. Yeah. Like everything you go, you're like, I can't read a single thing here. Like I can't even try to, at least in Germany, I can kind of make out a couple things or like I speak Spanish. So if I go to Spain or even, even France or Italy or Portugal, I can kind of read things and go, okay, that's that, that's this. In Japan, you're lost. You're looking at... These... But it's it's an exciting different. Like, yeah. it's not intimidating. It's and just exciting. It's not intimidating because it's a very... It's a very polite, civilized society. So if you appear lost, people are willing to help you. Yeah. Like the... Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't with you. It was the first time I went on my own, not with a tour. I went with... Uh, Another another guy that I was working with and and his uh, girlfriend at the time, and uh, we were lost. We wa- we walked to a hotel uh, off the train in like Kyoto somewhere. We were completely lost, and a police officer <laughs> noticed that we were lost, walked us one mile <laughs> to <laughs> another hotel. Just kept walking with us, like didn't really speak English. Was just like we showed him a thing. We're like, I think I thought this was the hotel, and he just. He was like, ah, hi, 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 bowing and like, yeah. like, like patting us on the back and like, 
<laughs> leading us along. And we're just like, what is happening right now? And like, we look totally crazy. I mean, the other dude's, you know, he's six foot seven with these long dreads. Cadaver. And his, oh, cadaver. cadaver yeah. And, uh, and his, and his wife. It or sounds his, real weird to anyone listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his name, <laughs> our friend Jeff. Uh, that, now that sounds weird to me. <laughs> well, Jeff and, and his then, uh, girlfriend, uh, Natalie, who's like this gothy looking, like, and then me, this weird, uh, fat Puerto Rican dude, like, <laughs> let me just walk these three characters. Maybe he was just trying to get us indoors. <laughs> like, wherever they, they just need to get inside, let's stop scaring everyone. No, but stuff like that is like that. It's, yeah, that wouldn't happen here. If you saw someone, no. if you saw someone lost in LA or in New York, you'd be like, well, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the end of them. Yeah, no, I think the last time... A police officer helping you walk somewhere? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember Jesse and I, with Christina, stayed long in Japan, longer after our shows. We played the one of the last times we went there, and I remember we could not figure out where we were supposed to go on the subway. And I just remember, like, yeah, just people just would appear and just, like... Would barely, yeah, again, barely could speak English, but just, like, try to figure out a way to help you where you're going. And that does not happen anywhere else I've been. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what it is. It's just, it makes no sense and all the sense at the same time. Yeah. So you kind of just like, yeah, I enjoy this. And, you know, it's good food and it's good good times. Mm-hmm. And that's also how I feel about butts. They make no sense and all of the sense at the same time. <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about me for a bit. Okay. You mind? Yeah, what do you got? Go- what do you got going on, Tony? Tell me some things. Well... I've been uh, doing this podcast for twenty minutes, almost twenty-seven minutes now, <laughs> and uh, I feel like it's uh, it's going pretty good. I got two of my two of my buds, my bros, neighbors, neighbors, na- neighbor buds. We literally, I mean, it was it was a surprise that we came over tonight because that yeah, was completely unplanned. Know. But we do actually, we are neighbors. We live three. There's three houses right in a row. Yes, three. <laughs> well, you're three doors down. That's what the we're the namesake of that band. Yeah. They all used to live here. We're actually, it's like Menudo, where they renew members. <laughs> so we're the new members of Three Doors Down. This, and this That's, is what this podcast is for. That is the weirdest band, for lack of better words, of all time. Three Doors Down? <laughs> Menudo. Yeah, Three Doors Down is weird, too. <laughs> but did, uh, I, I know you, is your sister younger or older than you? She's younger. She's 32. Okay, see, my sisters are older, and my sisters were obsessed with Menudo in the 80s. And so I have a... Pretty strong knowledge of early days of Menudo. I, I guess they had to have been. Bit, well, you're thirty five, six, thirty six. You're thirty seven. I'm thirty eight. No, I'm oh, seven. Look at us, all in a We're row, one, two, three, just like the houses. That's and that's oddly enough yeah. our house numbers. That's well, yeah. It's one of the reasons thirty six. Yeah, thirty six, thirty seven, like and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Main Street. Yep. Any town, California. Mm-hmm. Nine eight seven six five. Um, if you want to send us mail, no, I I feel like even though I was that, I guess thirty eight. That was around the time that was big. I mean, yeah, not when like I was thirty eight. Er, yeah, early eighties is what I remember. My sister, because I remember I have seen a specific episode of Silver Spoons that they were on so many times because my sisters had it on. They recorded it on VHS, and I've seen it so many times. That's a show. I don't remember. I remember watching it. Which that, show turned into California Dreamin' or something like that? 
That didn't turn in. That didn't come from anything. That was just its own thing, I think. As far as I know. I'm giving you the eyes because I'm usually wrong. <laughs> He's like, let me let me judge you and then be wrong. <laughs> you know, our uh, our our friend Stephen Smith was on an episode of California Dreaming. No, that's true. If uh, this was music lyrics, Jesse, I would give it to you because you wait, are was it called always... California Dreams or Dreaming? I think it's Dreams, right? Yeah, California Dreams. And after that, please look up the lyrics to um, the the Banana Boat song. <laughs> Uh, it's a, California Dreams is an American teen-oriented sitcom that aired from 92 to 96 on Saturday mornings during NBC's teen M- NBC programming block. It was created by Brett Dewey and Ronald B. Solomon, okay. and executive produced by Peter Ingle, all known for their work on Saved by the Bell. I feel like I missed... Oh, see, I guess I thought that the Saved by the Bell reference was, uh... Oh, no, you're thinking of Zack Attack. <laughs> that's, that's his band. Friends Forever. <laughs> I, uh, which speaking of, we are friends forever. We are friends forever. <laughs> we're the new friends. For, this is like Minuto, the Minuto thing. Yes. After uh, we're done with Three Doors Down, we do. Only, uh, <laughs> you only have a couple of weeks left that you can visit, uh, Dimples in Burbank where Mr. Belding is at every night, apparently. Oh, I saw your, I saw your Instagram yeah. post. I saw you say you wanted and to I, go. It's, it's literally <laughs> closing in like two weeks. Well, in two, I, I literally have no time between now and yeah. two weeks from now. Uh, so I think I'm most concerned though for Johnny Blaze. The original? The Johnny original Blaze? Johnny Blaze, for yeah, sure. So we, we went two weekends ago, we go to Dimples, which first of all, I've it's called been, Dimples. Yeah, I've, and I've only been to Dimples once before, but for years and years and years, even before I lived here, I heard that if you go there, Mr. Belding is there. Always. Uh, the first time I went, he was not there. But we went I two weeks ago, and he was there. And, like, he wasn't there at first. He has, a, he has a plaque on the bar. There's like a, it's, it's like he's Norm or something. There's a plaque at one of the bar stools that says, Dennis Haskins, a.k.a. Mr. Belding. At the bar, he has a. Do you think when they close down, they're going to give him that uh, that bar stool? <laughs> He's going to put it next to his Emmys. Did they ever win an Emmy for? I hope not. The teen Emmy. <laughs> but so so yeah, so he actually showed up. But then yeah, what Jesse's referring to because he's seen the card. Uh, there was this guy that did. He did an Elvis song and had. It was amazing. He was doing all these just ridiculous uh. moves, but like not. Not good. Like you were like you kind of just thought he was like doing a bit, but then after he was done, he walked around the room handing out his card that said he was an Elvis impersonator. And, and I bet every time he handed it to someone, and they took it. He said, "Thank you very much," <laughs> because it wouldn't be complete. Was he? Oh wait, was he like an Elvis impersonator, or was he just oh, a, he, well, a karaoke he, guy? I feel was, like uh, he into. claims to be an Elvis impersonator, but he does the uh, you know that famous uh, phase of Elvis. Yeah, right. Everybody talks about fat Elvis and skinny Elvis. No one talks about glasses Elvis that this guy was doing. <laughs> like somewhere between Milo Ackerman of the Descendants and fat Elvis. Yeah, like, he was a middle-aged glassed, glassed Elvis. You know, I, I wish there was more representation in the Elvis impersonation world. There's not nearly enough. I don't... It's like uh, I see... I feel like I see an Elvis impersonator... At least once a week. And I will for the rest of my life until I die. <laughs> well, you got to get to Dimples then and see Johnny Blaze. 
Should I not be hanging out on Hollywood Boulevard? I'm new to this town. Oh, that, that's, no, that's kind of that's that's where all the locals go generally. Like yeah. Hollywood and Highlandish. Uh-huh. Right I see all the movies at the Chinese theater. Um, oh, that's so cool. I get my picture taken with Jack Sparrow. Well, my favorite Mexican places over there are uh, Baja Fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A uh, great local wing spot over there called Hooters. Uh, I, I like the other local spot. I think they're in competition. The two mom and pop, the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I think they're over there. There's also this great little spot. The uh, they play a lot of great music. Hard Rock Cafe, I think. Is oh, the name. oh, the pizza. What's the the kitchen? It's a California pizza. Cal- kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, lo- yeah, local spot again. Local. Yeah, it's all local, locally sourced, local, fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The culture there. Here's is- the thing. All those places we named, I'm totally fine with eating at. I'm not going to go to them on Hollywood Island, but. <laughs> Why would it? Wait, do? didn't so we it's try... easy to park over there too? Oh yeah, you and I tried to go to Hooters, but it was like sold oh, yeah, out. The one in Burbank, yeah, yeah, sold out. Yeah, it wasn't that it was too. It was, there, there was a UFC fight going oh, on. They weren't letting yeah, yeah. any more people in. But you, know, you got to pay to get into yeah, the Hooters. Yeah. Like I want to do that. Yeah, you have to pay to get into Hooters. Uh, <laughs> so we ended up here. at Buffalo Wild Wings. To to yeah. Which yeah, we we <laughs> we weirdly end up at Hooters a lot, and it's normally Christina's idea. She genuinely loves their wings. Well, that used, the 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 only time I've really purposely gone to Hooters was it in Dallas, next to the House of Blues? No, no, it was uh, no, it's on, at the one at on Hollywood Boulevard. Anytime back in the once. day, we'd go do the Kimmel show. Yeah, and you'd have that break of like a few hours after you sound check, where you're just like, I don't know what to do. Go back to the hotel, or we can just we can go to Hooters. <laughs> And we do the uh, the Dom Perignon bottle <laughs> and uh, six wings, and then after Kimmel, powerhouse. powerhouse. I and, I still like the powerhouse. I don't care I, because I haven't been there in years, but I've had good times the, when I've gone there. Were you there the time that uh, the Batman and the Joker were there? Yes, and they were hanging out, <laughs> <laughs> buying each other's shots. Even that place is so weird. So again, for anybody not from the area, there's the, a bar near Hollywood and Highland where all of the costume people. Are that you can get your picture with all day. So at the end, like, you know, 11 o'clock at night or something, they all start showing up at this bo- little dive bar called the Powerhouse. You gotta blow off some steam, costume. you know? Yeah. You gotta blow a whole long day of harassing people on the street <laughs> for, to give you money for photographs with shitty, dirty costume yeah, people. With the worst costumes. So on Halloween, do they just wear, like, normal clothes? They walk in, you're like, I didn't, Sam, I didn't recognize you. <laughs> it's me, man, Batman. <laughs> I remember, the yeah. Hey, I'm the worst Batman on Hollywood Boulevard. I remember Batman was there, the Joker was there, and I feel I, Edward Scissorhands was at the bar. Trying also. to, he's got the giant <laughs> yeah. scissor. He was trying to play on. the jukebox. <laughs> he's like, I know, how, I know how to fake this thing, like jam his <laughs> finger into the slot. Um, He's the opposite of well, the, No, but the thing about the power station or pa- powerhouse, powerhouse, power, power stations of Robert Plant. <laughs> Some like it hot, <laughs> and the heat is on. Uh, the thing about the powerhouse is that it's. I think it's a good dive bar. Yeah, I would go there for the area of town it's in. It's also one of the, it, like in the area, especially. I feel like it's one of the few dive bars. That isn't like in a way almost themed to be a dive bar. Like it's just a fun, no, it's no, just yeah, a yeah. dive bar. Yeah. It's actually shitty. Yes, yeah. it's actually a terrible place. That's awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. It somehow like yeah, ended up like in, in, a, else... in the middle of of a. Oh you yeah. Know, I went to this. Um, I, uh, I got brought to this place. And, yeah, yeah. 
I got brought to this place the other night that was uh it was like you had to wait in line and like be on a, I was I was brought there by this girl. She's like, Oh, we gotta go to this place. My friend's putting us on the list and, you, and I was like uh, first, I'm, first I'm already yeah, you don't I'm need already to be on the list I, to go to a bar. Yeah, she was she was a nice girl. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll go to this place with you and like you're waiting and there's a guy with an earpiece and a clipboard and there's a bunch of people all crowded around and I'm just like looking back over at like the power station. The power station's not far from here. <laughs> that power station concert's really close. <laughs> we should just go. I know it's not, you know, Robert Palmer anymore. Bobby P. Because he's dead. Oh yeah, he's dead. I he's been he dead, dead for years. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, really, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid guy. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a whole to do. And then you go in and then you, you walk into the bar and there's like a woman who greets you and she's like, okay, this is the place. And I forget what it's called. You might know it. It's like you walk in and then like a bed opens up and you walk down the stairs through a bed? bed. I want to say, wait, is it like very like seventies looking? No, then? that's Davy Wayne's. That's the Davey one that Wayne's. Davy, Davy, yeah. You walk, you walk through a refrigerator door in that one. I haven't been there, but I've heard I, about that place. Oh, I, I went to that place with the same girl. <laughs> We've been she on basically just likes walking through like, stuff to go to a bar. She's I, that's. Hey, it's your pal, Tony Thaxton here. Just wanted to make sure you guys know about Downright.com. You can buy custom-written songs for yourself, your friend, whoever you want. Uh, I'm on there. Lots of other great artists are on there, too. So please check out the website, D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com, and buy a song today. And here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on Downright.com, I promise it'll be way Better than this. Five, six, seven, eight. Yes, we're back now. Uh, I was all excited. I got some new gear. Got myself a new Zoom H6 recorder. It's like, oh, that doesn't crash like computers do. And then uh, my card was full. And so we lost about a minute of just quality conversation we didn't really miss much at all let's start let's start back let's just kind of redo everything we already did okay jesse so, johnson brian diaz hey, hey great to be here just hey. flew in from new york and How boy is that you? joke tired <laughs> i just flew in from a hacky joke convention <laughs> actually it's funny i flew in from a hacky sack convention mm. in hacky sack new jersey <laughs> Um, well, I guess since we got, uh, cut off there, we'll, we'll take this opportunity to transition a little bit. Yeah, let's please, because I don't really want to talk about bars where you walk through beds anymore. No? Nah. Uh, well, you guys, you guys are both <laughs> holding each other. <laughs> You're both holding each other. You guys have both been on before, but, uh, I feel like, I don't know that we really did a lot of Christmas talk when you were on before. Not that we need to do a ton, but... I didn't do. We didn't do much at all. We didn't. Yeah. We did the Christmas quiz, which oh yes, I wasn't. I yes. basically ended up. We found out how smart you was. I was smarter than Doug Benson. I'll yes. tell you that much. Yes. Um. So I guess let's uh, let's talk about it for a little bit. Uh, did uh, 
you grew up, Diaz, you grew up in New York. Yes. Long Island, right? Long Island, New York. And uh, so Christmases in New York. Uh, was that, uh, oh, what am I even asking here? Was, uh, was uh, what it, am I asking? Uh, answer I, me that. You said Christmases in New York, and then you just – you grab your head like I just told you, uh-huh. like all your stocks crashed. And yeah. It's a sign were, of a good host. You were losing the business. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas in New York, what was it like? Snow? I mean cold? Yeah, snow? I mean obviously I that. Know. Yeah. I mean uh, I always say this. It's – obviously it's a big deal when you're a kid. Um, do you have uh, – do you think there's anything about being in Long Island that made it – Unique. It was like, is there anything Long Island unique about Christmas? What were you going to say, Jesse? <laughs> Tell me about my my childhood and Christmas. Well, what I wanted to say was literally unique New York. Ah, <laughs> unique <laughs> New York. Because we're actually talking about being. Yeah. Unique. Are these really four point four or forty four? <laughs> what is this? These forty four percent alcohol. <laughs> I am okay. Uh, New York. Yeah, Long Island. I mean, it's the land of malls. So to me, yeah. like my memories of Christmas and like once I got past the, not, you know, not I didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. I knew I was like, well, it's just people getting each other gifts. Uh, we, we just go to the mall, and like now because of Christmas on Long Island, I almost cannot bear to be in a mall. Yeah. around that time of year, but I, I just remember well, it's like pretty terrible. As much as I love I mean, Christmas, it's yeah, that's terrible. that's might be the worst part of yeah. Christmas. But like as far I'm like Long Island is, it's not a it's not very uh, di- uh, diverse by town. Like my town was very uh, there's a lot of Italian Americans, like mm-hmm. either first generation or second generation, whatever. Um, so they have these. Everyone has big family. Christmases, which is which is cool. My my family had a you know we had everyone come out from because all of our family lived in New York City, like the Bronx or Manhattan or Brooklyn, and they would come out to Long Island because we had we were the only members of our family who had a house. Everyone else had like apartments, so you yeah. couldn't really have a big family thing. And my family, both sides, but both my mom and my dad's side is both pretty big, so mm-hmm. a lot of them would come out, and I I always remember like looking out the window waiting because I had a lot of cousins and it was awesome to have all your cousins come over because you just go nuts. <laughs> like we, yeah. we like would just be running around the house and then we'd be running around outside and like everyone's cooking food and stuff. So that's like more, I don't know if that's cultural or whatever, or just are just having a big family. That's to me is made Christmas awesome. Cause yeah. that, we'd see everyone. Yeah. And you were, you were born in the States, right? Yes. Were you, okay. When, when I, was, did you, I was born in New York City. Okay. When did when did your family move? My my well my mom. Your parents were from Puerto Rico, right? Or my, was it longer my dad's from the Dominican Republic. Okay. And my mom's from Puerto Rico. She's from Caguas, and my dad is from San Pedro de Marcoí. And uh, they uh, they both came here when they were fairly young. My mom, both of her <laughs> parents had passed away when she was like nine or ten. So she came to the states to live with her aunt, who is basically was was basically my grandmother, yeah. even though she's really my great aunt or aunt. Uh-huh. Um, and then my dad 
was born in Dominican Republic, but he moved to the he moved to New York City when he was really young. He he grew up in New York City. He didn't really okay. grow up there, and he's been a U.S. citizen like his whole life, basically. Okay. So, but I yeah, mean, well, I but never, my grandmother. I, feel bad that I never knew that. No, I wasn't that's, sure. No, you don't need, really need to know about my dad's citizenship. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to know that. I should have filled out a you know should have had you fill out a questionnaire when I first met you, but you know, <laughs> carry on. Um. Yeah, but th- I mean, they did. They did carry you know traditions of Christmas over to the states that are like Little Christmas, which is a Puerto Rican thing. Which is uh, let's hear it. I like this stuff. This is actually okay. You guys have <coughs> never heard this before. I'm sure. I don't think so. Jesse's oh. wife knows Little Christmas. They do. They do that in Panama. His I'd wife's ha- Panamanian. I'd have to ask her, but yeah, I mean, she was I mean, bor- born in Panama and. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I think it's a, a Spanish-speaking country thing where they they there's Christmas, which is the that's the day that you know they celebrate as the birth of Jesus Christ and whatever and the biblical side of it. But then the gift-giving side happens on January sixth, where you leave your shoes out and they and the three wise men come and put stuff in your sh- I think I don't think you okay. leave food this, in the shoes because that's weird. You would, it's <laughs> almost like stocking stocking stuffers. Shoe stuffers. Say that again? Stocking stuffers. Stovetop stock stove stovers. Um, this does sound kind of familiar, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, but we didn't that wasn't the main object. We'd still do that on top of the regular Christmas thing and we uh, did do we were like uh Christmas Eve open some presents that yeah, night yeah. and then Christmas morning like after a while, because me and my younger sister were like maniacs, be up at like six in the morning. My parents oh, yeah. were just like, "All right, well, now what we're gonna do is we're gonna open stuff <laughs> on Christmas Eve. You get it out of your system, and then you can kind of chill out, yeah, <laughs> on Christmas Day. And then as we turned into teenagers or whatever, it was like, I do not want to get up, uh-huh. literally at all. <laughs> so. Right? <laughs> yeah, my parents had a rule that we I couldn't wake them up. Unless the sun was up, I had to at least wait till the sun was up. Now, Tony, did you do the one like a lot of people do, like one present Christmas Eve? Yes, and we then the rest. we would do that, and then it became a th- it was kind of like it was kind of a joke, and then like eventually the kids caught on because it was every year my parents would be like, "All right, you guys can open one present tonight," and it would always be pajamas. Always <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. So like it, you know, it would always. At first, it was exciting. It was like, oh, we get to open some of the night. But then after several years, you'd catch on. You're like, okay. Yeah. It's funny because when when you're doing this stuff and you, you when you're younger and before you have you know before you you really know about other people's traditions, whether it's your your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. You just think everyone does the same shit. You're just like, oh yeah, right, doesn't right. doesn't everyone uh, give put your shoes out and give the gifts on January sixth? Yeah. You're like, and we you all don't eat uh, rice and beans and uh, <laughs> and uh, pork on that's not what you have for Christmas. <laughs> no, just me. All right, there you go. Yeah, no, we we're talking about that. Oh, I'll bring this up again just because I love it, and I I feel like. I feel like Jesse at least knows this. I don't know if you've heard this before. I brought it up on a recent episode, but uh, just those things where like that your family does that you just not even necessarily Christmas related, but that you just think is just normal. And several years ago, I had the realization that uh, my family, specifically because of my dad, only time I've ever heard people refer to French dips as beef donkeys. <laughs> 
What, what do you mean? <laughs> That's what? what my dad calls French dips. He calls them beef donkeys. Like a, like, like a, a French dip sandwich with the au jus sauce. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking of something very. Were you thinking of French onion dip? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, what? What does that have to do with beef at all? <laughs> you tell that Dick Thaxton. <laughs> yep, beef donkeys. Oh, I, okay. I like to bring that up. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. I, I mean, might, I might start. A, I mean, it, the name kind of makes sense. Next time I see someone having, I don't generally eat those. I, that's not what I select. <laughs> At a diner, they're pretty. Tasty, but uh, I know they always look so good. But then yeah. I'm like, I guess something else. <laughs> Why don't they just put the stuff on the sandwich and then you just? No, eat it? you got to control the flow. I think there <laughs> are. That is like a. I think it's a Chicago thing, right? Where you oh, can get the ones that are pre-dunked. No, it's it's um it just the Italian beef that thing. Mm-hmm. It, that's a very that's a Chicago specific thing. And yeah. actually, it's a plug to my friend. Uh, Ryan from Grill Mall. Mm-hmm. Right down the block from Grill Mall, um, there's a Oh, the Al's Italian beef? Yes. I haven't been yet. I haven't I... been yet either. And every time I every time I've gone to Grill Mall, I knew Ryan's... there was one coming. He, I was there I was at Grill Mall last week and he, he's like, Oh, you want to go to Al's? I'm like, No, I drove out to Alhambra <laughs> to have one of your burgers. I didn't come here to have beef sandwich from down the block. But next time I'm out there. Well your nickname though is Sliced Beef. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? It, it definitely is. is. I was literally, yeah. I'm in your, I'm in your record. Did as we thank Brian's him as sliced beef Diaz? Yeah, about that. Yeah. That was, did we also thank? Should Nanette, I just change Nanette my Barry? Twitter name too? Sliced beef. Sliced it was such beef a Diaz? dumb thing. I just remember hearing you order some sliced beef at a at a restaurant in the early days of touring when we knew yeah. you and with, for some with reason, the All American Rejects. We were at in. Yeah. in uh, Oh, in Oklahoma City, uh-huh. in their their home base. And you asked uh, what fried okra was. Yeah, you know what you know what they told me it was. It's okra that's been fried. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't you ever learn anything in like first grade? Don't answer a question <laughs> with the thing in the question that was. Don't. No. It's wrong. Yep. Uh, Jesse, you lived lots of different places. Yes, growing up. Um, California, Arizona, uh, I mean, for like, until I was 18, it was, it was just California, Arizona, but after that it was many, many places. Yeah. Lots. Uh, any, any particular memories through all those that, uh, stand out to you? Well, if there's one thing I'm known for, it's my memory. That's true. (laughs) Your memory and knowledge of song lyrics. Well, which has to do with memory. True. Yeah. Um, Christmas. I remember uh, this would be Arizona when I was uh, skateboarding a lot. Uh, can I plug myself? Little no- little known fact. <laughs> this is what this is all about. I was in the Janu- I believe January 1991 issue of Thrasher magazine. Ooh, a popular skateboarding. Uh, That's rag. one of my favorite issues. <laughs> um, I remember when I finally realized that I was good enough to unwrap the presents when my parents weren't home and see all the things I got and then wrap them back together. (laughs) Wow. What did you get that year? I got, I believe I got four Powell Peralta t-shirts, which I remember distinctly because I was super stoked. I believe I got two pants of... Uh, what I used to call, I believe, zoo- two pants. No. Of? Two pairs. Two pairs. Let of him pants. go with it. <laughs> two pants of. 
<laughs> what'd you bring to? What'd you bring on tour with you in the in your back? Oh, I brought two pants of jeans, <laughs> or six shirts of tea. <laughs> I believe I got two pairs of what we used to call. I don't know what they called them out here, but uh, we called them Zubas. It was like. <laughs> like like Jimmy Z, I believe. Oh, was, I know what Zubas are. I grew up on Long Island, but I believe the brand was Jimmy Z's. Does anybody remember that brand? Yeah, yeah well, there was Jimmy Z. There was uh, California Hardware. Calif- yep, yeah. and then there was the Zubas, and the, and it was uh, the other one, like Velcro in the front. Oh yeah, and then I really what... baggy, and then tight at the bottom, in like crazy patterns. Yeah, kind of like that guitar strap. Yes. <laughs> um, but all over your pants. It was like a paisley slash paint explosion. And I believe this is 1989 or 1990-ish. Mm-hmm. So like, well, and it was like normal. That would have made you crazy for wearing those. <laughs> <laughs> Did, uh, do your parents know by now that, that you did this? No. No, they still don't know. No, and I'm pretty sure they're pretty avid podcast listeners. So the cat's out oh, of the yeah. bag. Oh yeah, your your mom's a big listener. She she. Emails I I imagine his dad just going, "How do I get into the <laughs> podcast? How do I get into it?" Now this is a, it's a visual joke. <laughs> Been very inside also. Uh, let me tell you, Dan Johnson. It's a great. That's a great man right there. Dan Johnson nowadays owns a MacBook Air. And an iPhone. This is and just hasn't synced him once. <laughs> hasn't even turned him on. He just bought him. And has his own uh, like Wi-Fi, MiFi thing where he can have internet anywhere. And a little thing that he puts on his, uh, uh, what do you call it, the visor in his truck that if people call him, it automatically Bluetooths to the thing so he can talk to them. Dan wow. Johnson on the forefront of technology. I mean, here. Johnny, we're, t- we're talking about, we, we saw him back, this is when... It's two thousand three, four. No, the two thousand four when do, when yeah. you're doing uh, commit this uh, to memory. memory. He was. How do I get into my Google? How do I get in, in, <laughs> into the he, Google? He couldn't figure. Out, didn't you find out that he was he was trying to he was trying to type my email address into the search engine to send me an email. <laughs> and didn't you ask him? He was saying he had problems, and you said, "Oh, what? Uh, oh, how did you phrase it?" He said, "Like what?" browser are you using or something in his google google <laughs> you know it was this literally his first foray yeah. into you know technology of any sort if you didn't the thing is if you didn't grow up with it it's it's difficult i you know oh, i yeah. had it i'm still not great with it i'll admit I had, this, this is actually kind of troublesome <laughs> i probably should have walked out on this when it happened in a, in a this is a related kind of thing uh I had an accountant one one at one point when i was i went to go do my taxes and i go and he's this old guy and uh, he's sitting at the computer, and you know, I, I throw down all the W twos from all the places I've been to, and he fires up his computer as like a Packard Bell gets on Yahoo and types in the Yahoo search box irs.gov, <laughs> gets the search result, and then clicks on that. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I, I got a bunch of money back that year, though. So he must he have could, asked he, Jeeves. He must. He he should have asked Jeeves. Yeah. I wish I can remember that joke I was going to tell about Ask Jeeves earlier. <laughs> if you remember it later, we'll we'll edit it in earlier and make you sound great. Uh, um, it's back to Christmas. 
Uh, was there? Were you? Did we cut you off at anything, or, or did you get that out? No, he just remembers sneaking around the house. <laughs> yes, oh, unwrapping presents. I have, and re-wrapping it's so presents. strange. I, I feel like a lot of that either year or two years that I was there, I remember very specific things. Like I remember playing. I remember realizing that a speaker can also be a microphone to rec- like to record stuff, and so. I would play skateboarding tapes, like videotapes, like H Street, uh, I remember their tape, and uh, Paul Peralta and stuff. And I would tape a speaker to the television speaker and then record that through my tape player and then go skateboarding while listening to the tape of the skateboarding It must have videos. sounded – the sound quality must have been stellar. <laughs> it was no-fi. There, nope. was, there was no fidelity. None, none, none fidelity to be had. That was those are the things we had to do back then to entertain ourselves. I did. I got a skateboard for Christmas one time, and when I was eleven or twelve, I got I got a uh, Powell Peralta deck. It was su- like super old school, like not the way they make skateboards now. Do you remember what what rider? Oh, come on, <laughs> I don't remember that. I wasn't very good at skate. That was like between twelve and thirteen was. When I was really trying to skate, and I was just so bad at it. Yeah, I was never. I was never a skater. I didn't have the center of gravity, or yeah. like the just the, or the really just the patience or the pain threshold to like keep falling and getting back up. I'm like I'll get it right next time. I was like, nope, this is. I can I, move forward, and that's all I can do. I also remember because it was Arizona. It was 150 I, degrees out on Christmas. Yes, this has to do with that. Uh, the asphalt of our street it would get so hot. That we would come off of, we'd ride our skateboards down like my driveway, which is concrete, which doesn't melt, onto like the black, like tar asphalt, and your wheels would sink and you couldn't go any further because it was melting the street. That's a good place for people to live in. (laughs) When that happens, you're just like, well, time to start boxing up the house because we cannot possibly live in this, this oven right now. Uh, the only skateboard I ever remember having was I remember I wanted one because of Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and I got uh, my mom got me a skateboard from the drugstore. Ooh, <laughs> so that was famous that, skate shop. Yeah, Walgreens. that was uh, that was really my only skateboarding well, experience I ever had in Arizona because it was a very small town. I lived in Kingman, Arizona, which at the time. I haven't been there, obviously, in a long time. At the time, there was only two exits off of the freeway. There was the beginning of town and the end of town. That was it. That's how small it was. Uh, and we had to buy our skateboards. There wasn't a skate shop. We would buy our skateboards from the Harley Davidson shop because they, for some reason, sold skateboards there. I distinctly remember that. Yet, you know, you had to dip your hands in a lot of different uh, businesses. You're like, well, we're the ice cream shop, but we also are the dental clinic. So. <laughs> And I still remember when that town got their first Taco Bell, and people went nuts, and there was lines for weeks to go, because it was one of the very like first like fast food places in Kingman, because it's such a tiny, tiny town. That's like what, uh, that's what happened when the Chick-fil-A opened in Hollywood yeah. a few years ago. Hollywood, very, very tiny town. <laughs> no, but seriously, there were, line, there were drive-through lines for Chick-fil-A around the block. Uh, and that's like you know the good thing about that is that it's not a heavily trafficked area. So no, 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 you're totally so, fine. Dr- 
So driving up to that Chick-fil-A to, mm-hmm. to create more traffic is not that big of a deal. Not a big deal at all. Um, all right, guys. Let's – I found something I'm real excited about. We're only actually going to do one, but let's – Is uh, this the thing where you were like, you have to wear the headphones uh, You for need this? your headphones for this. And there's a theme song, but this isn't the part you need your headphones. But you need to have them on already, okay. so let's listen. We're going to listen to theme some terrible Christmas songs. The terrible theme song introducing a real this is this is good stuff. I'm not I don't even want to say anything. Are you saying it's good like as in it's so bad that it's good or Uh, I'll let let you be the judge. Here we go. I don't want to tell you anything more than what we've already said. So here we go. Demento himself picked this as the worst Christmas thing. He knows some bad stuff. Yeah, but the problem is he's so demented. How does he know? True. That's a very so loose, that really that was a very loose fart. You sure it was a fart? That wasn't just a little <laughs> squirt. on Santa. Yeah, definitely a little... I just, you just, I just shit on Santa's lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yep. How old is that? Is uh, that current? I mean, I mean, that's not the right word. Current. Uh, no, but kind of more current than I would imagine. It's from 1998, apparently. That's what I meant. It's from like modern times. Yeah. Not, this isn't a song from the 50s. I mean, 50s. still at that point, that's. I guess no one was writing about farting yeah. in the 50s. Uh, and apparently the it's credited to the Little Stinkers. Ooh, I like it. Uh, I don't know if they have any other like that. <laughs> From a list of Dr. Demento's worst Christmas songs. Oy. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that one. It's, it's funny. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't that bad. Should we hear it again? <laughs> nope. It's, uh, I farted on Santa. <laughs> we didn't remember it very well. No. <laughs> but I have to cut the cheese. <laughs> you talk about a gas bubble. You don't hear oh, a lot of the gas bubble. Gas children bubble. saying gas bubble. The gas bubble grew bigger, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. Santa said, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I Just do. so you know, in 1998, I was in the Little Stinkers. Really? <laughs> You seem a little too old for that, but uh, good for you. He never good too, for you. He's he never too old for a farting Christmas song. <laughs> he, he was more of a medium sticker back there. Back there? Back there. 
For those of you at home, I just pointed to the window. Mm-hmm. Um, is it 800 degrees in here? Yes. Okay. Just I didn't know if it was just me or... Uh... <sighs> it's all that heat I'm, I'm emanating. Yeah, I'm it's heavy so breath. <laughs> it's all the heat I'm in. All right. Well, let's wrap this up then since we're all melting. Is that um, a, a Christmas joke also? Sure. Why oh, ra- I got it. Yeah, wrap this wrap up. up. Melting like a snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, two jokes mm-hmm. for the price of mm-hmm. none. Um, anything coming up? That either one of you want to plug at all, Jesse? You probably have some tours coming up. You're in a you're in a band, is that correct? Apparently so. I don't right. know why they <laughs> they let me. <laughs> Mister Twinkie Fingers over here. Twinkie Fingers. Oh, Twinkie. Twinkle Fingers. Oh, not me. You've moved on to Twinkies now. Um. Yeah, we're doing shows. Right. We're going to if anybody out there of uh, this pod that listens to this podcast lives in the UK or Belgium, we'll be over there in May. And, there, uh, there are people who listen to this thing in the United Kingdom, I'd imagine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some. Yeah, so there's we'll some. be over there. Um, if anybody out there uh, listens to this before this weekend, you can see us <laughs> in Rolla, Missouri. <laughs> this will be out on uh, Wednesday, probably, so probably not. But, if anybody know. saw us at Rolla, Missouri... Feel free to Hello. fly to the UK <laughs> yeah. and see us in the UK. Tweet us at uh, Feliz Navipod. Tell us how the show was. <laughs> um, you got you have other things. That's it. Uh, yeah, I got other stuff. You got a new record coming out, right? Fall? Is that the deal? Or do you even know yet? Yeah. Fall. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, you're going to be traveling a lot, and people. Get, your books, your book is still available. Right? My book is still available. You can get it at uh, www.deadxstop.com. That's the Dead Stop Publishing Company. The book, your is, book called is called Eighteen Hundred Miles to Nowhere. And uh, I actually started writing some new stuff again. Uh, I'll be posting some things on my blog. It's BrianKeithDiaz.com. Also, that's my name. That's my name. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough. It's that, also with my the dot tumblr dot com in there. It's very, it's a very weird last name. No, no, no. you can just go to brianketheas dot com. But that's also your name. <laughs> you don't have to go to Tumblr. <laughs> like I'm some sixteen year old girl with a Tumblr should I, account. Should I keep no, making this more difficult? No, um, yeah, just uh, Brian Brianketheas. My own name. Don't even Brianketheas. Brianketheas. Um, also, you know, I, I, I tweet a lot. I have some some Twitter. <laughs> At Brian Keith Diaz. At Brian Keith Diaz. And at Jesse Mac. Once, once in a while, in have, quite some time. Yeah, if you tweet at Jesse, he might get back to you in uh, January 2016. Not happening. <laughs> you just completely just, done. Nope, well, no pause on that one. Just nope. To be fair, if anybody wants an explanation, I'm, have I told you this before? Why you told me? Yeah. yeah. So oh, here, here it is. <laughs> get comfortable, everyone. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I hope you have another memory card for that thing. <laughs> my Twitter account, for some reason, one day made my account follow every person that followed me, which is a couple thousand or something. I don't know, maybe five hundred. It's something two, you wouldn't do. Two people on your own. Yeah, uh, which means my Twitter it feed pulled a, it pulled a Tay Diggs on you. Yeah, my Twitter feed then was thousands of people that I had to scroll through, so I don't use it anymore. Fair enough. No offense to anybody. I'm sure some of those people are lovely, but no, it was you don't want to you don't about... want to hear ten thousand people talking at once. That's what I feel like. That's why I quit Twitter 
the first time because I was following too many people and it was like walking into a room of 20,000 people just shouting jokes, all the jokes in the world and all the the social causes and retweets in the world. Enough. Now I follow 30 people and I have friends who are completely offended that I don't follow them. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Woo! Woo! Well, you know why I originally started Twitter, right? No, I didn't. Start Twitter, but started a Twitter account. <laughs> you started Twitter? Is because I was only going to tweet three things. The number zero, the number one, and the number two. And it was going to be a reference to whether I farted, peed, or pooed. And the first time oh I took... God. two this is real? This is, is real. I've heard him say this before. The first... I don't stand behind it, but I've heard him say it. Oh, I would not stand behind you're, me you're, if I'm you tweeting are... zero. Uh, but... What happened was, so the, obviously the first tweet was zero. That's farting. Obviously. Uh, and so I farted again. Farting's I, number one. That's why. <laughs> so I farted again, and I went to tweet zero again, and it said, you cannot tweet this. It's, it's a, a duplicate of your past tweet. So then I deleted Twitter then. Wait. And then this is. You know how many times I've tweeted, uh, give me some reggae? <laughs> Dozens. <laughs> they must have changed the rules for me because I'm verified, baby. <laughs> Are you verified? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're out there and you work for Twitter, uh, it's at Brian Keith Diaz. And please verify me because I don't want anybody pretending to be me. <laughs> That's funny because I, I don't use Twitter and I'm verified. Yeah. <laughs> I think this episode should just fade out with this going on. Totally fine with ending it like this. Perfect. All right. We did it again. As we always do. Thank you, Brian Diaz. Thank you, Jesse Johnson. At Brian Keith Diaz on Twitter. Did he say that? I don't know. At Jesse Mac J on Twitter. But I don't think he uses it anymore, so never mind. Um, but those guys, I know them and love them for quite some time. Um, I'm Tony Thaxton. I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. TonyThaxton.com for all your Tony Thaxton needs. FeliceNavipod.com at FeliceNavipod for all your Feliz Navipod needs. And uh, don't forget, use that Amazon banner on FeliceNavipod.com if you would. Leave us a nice review on iTunes if you could. That would be splendid. Um, not a ton going on at the moment. I'll remind you of my other podcast, You Two Talking You Two to Be Two. Yes, with Todd Cooper, last week's guest. Uh, that is available on iTunes. And uh, also let you know, Los Angeles, March 31st, I'm going to be a judge. That's right, a judge on the Pundemonium show, a pun slam show. I don't even know what I'm in for. I haven't been to one of these, but they asked me to judge one, and I said yes. So come on out to that March 31st at Genghis Cohen. Check that out. I don't know where you get tickets, but you are smart. You know how to use the internet. Find it. Also, don't forget about our brand new t-shirt that's available. You can get that on fleetsnavipod.com. Pick one up. It might be a limited time thing, so do it now. Um, And I'll send you a thank you note, like I said. But I might have screwed that up slightly, so expect an email from me soon. Or you email me if you ordered a shirt, all right? FeliceNavipod at gmail.com. All right, that's it. 
I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. Oh, 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 what am I saying? Christmas, December 26th? No? That, no? Oh, Christmas is December 25th this year. So now I will say I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a